<laughs> Not a hell of a lot that's really going on this week. Although I kind of wanted to bring up something that we were talking about on election day that, you know. Oh, that's I think I, I think I'm going to come up with it. I want and I, I don't think it would be that difficult to do. I want to come up with the newest MAGA conspiracy theory. And oh, do you remember okay. when I told you I voted for, I voted for three Republican candidates because nobody was running against them? And one of them was the coroner. And I thought, well, they're they're dead or they're not. How political could that be? Right. So here's my MAGA, my new MAGA conspiracy theory. Democratic okay. Coroners are reanimating corpses <laughs> to cast illegal ballots. And True, I'm also. thinking, I'm thinking, I could get on Laura Ingram. I could get on the Ingram yeah. angle with this. And she'll be like, and you won't believe the loudest outrage. Democratic coroners reanimating corpses to cast illegal ballots. We've got an expert with this expose yep. next. Cut to commercial, <laughs> cut back. Here I am, the expert. Oh, Laura, you won't believe it. They are reanimating corpses left and right, and they are they are stuffing ballot boxes. And she'd say, "What about after they vote? Do they go suck the blood of children?" Yeah, no. Yeah, well, that no? would be that would be no? just a little that would be a little added. No, we're outraged enough that we don't care yeah. about the blood of children. We want we 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 don't we don't want to be taken away from Republican candidates. So that's just my thought. Not really what happened to me this week. Just maybe perhaps what I might be doing in 2023. It's the SETI Bimco Show. The podcast I asked the question, why did I listen to this? Hey, this okay. is the SETI Bimco Show. The show where we talk about teenage angst in movies and the real life. And in real life when I get around to getting guests on the show. Yes. So, te- teenage drama in real life and the movies. Wow. I'll have to edit S-E- that all together. Yes. S-E-D-D-Y-B-I-M-C-O. I'm working on the jingle. I think we need to get a okay. jingle going with the spelling because I'm thinking people don't know how to spell study think. John, just... Anything, the... anything, with, you, anything <laughs> with you this week? Um, I will brag, brag, complain again. I didn't go, go on a... Tw- brag, complain. I didn't go on a 20-mile bike ride. Because okay. uh, the marathon went through, it goes through our neighborhood. So I'm like, Those I'm not going to try to run a bike ride. Those running bastards. <laughs> no, I like it. People have parties. And I pick, I get invited to a few. I'm very popular. And I'm like, uh-huh. which one? Which one will have bagels, cream cheese, and lox? And, and that's the part I go to. That's, that's what I'm really interested in. <laughs> I'll cheer for the runners, but I want my bagel, cream you cheese, and lox. Bagel. And coffee. And coffee. So there that's the party. Go. Now, do you dress up as a runner to get into the party? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't know how to get into this party. Like you know, just you know, no. just don't want some guy showing up in you know in his jeans and a sweatshirt. I'd be like, they're not secret parties, John. Okay. Well, I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know the what the criteria. What was the criteria you had? The secret <laughs> knock. Yeah. And the only uh, the other annoying brag, we we ate outside with our dog Soul. Try to get her used to things. So there's a cafe where we sit outside. Jean goes in to order while I sit outside with the dog. And when we left, Jean went in to close the credit card. And I'm waiting outside with Soul. A little bit chilly. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm like, how long does it take to sign off on the credit card? And when she came out, she's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I want to make sure I say her name right. I think her name is Alec Week. Do you know this person? She's a supermodel. A L E K W E K, like Alec Week. Right. I, well, I, that's I how went, 
That's how it translates from some Kyrillic alphabet. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Jean's like, sorry, Alec Week was in there. I know I've heard from other people. She lives in the neighborhood and hangs out at the places. And she says, she's really nice. She was talking to me about the this and that's going on across the street. And so I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was just waiting uh, out here in the cold. Anyway. Uh, oh, the, the oh the, the trials and tribulations <laughs> of you of the lives of your of of the yes. lives of you Brooklynites. We are we feel I, so bad. I still don't get to meet her. Half the people I know, so, are like I was talking with her at the bar, like I never see her. I never get to talk to her. They say she's a very nice person. Mm-hmm. Wait, you doubt? No, I'm not doubting it. Oh. I just don't have an opinion. I mean, that, mm-hmm, was like hmm. I don't have an I don't have an opinion. I just don't have an opinion. Yeah, well, not much else happened. I got Jean to watch two films she never saw. I had a little Cronenberg festival. Oh, okay. Uh, we watched Dead Zone, which is Stephen King and Cronenberg, and we watched uh-huh. The Brood, which is all, all Cronenberg. That's like his divorce movie, which it's, when you know that, it's which, very ugly. Which I have never seen. Oh, well, you should. I will, I will watch it. It's an interesting yes. film. The funny okay. thing about The Dead Zone, having not seen it since it came out, you right. may or may not remember this, but as, as an adult, you, you remember Charlie Sheen is running for the, uh, the Trump-like guy, actually, back then. You've seen The Dead Zone, right? Oh, Where sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie Sheen plays the candidate, if I remember. Mm-hmm. And where Christopher Walken lives, they're, like, building a billboard for his campaign in the park right across from his house. You probably don't remember this detail if you haven't seen it in a while, but, like, don't you want to put your billboard by the highway or the road? For some reason, there was a park across the street, and there was a big billboard if you remember, Christopher Walken comes out and he's like, oh, that guy, he's running for yeah. Senate. It's uh, anyway, I don't think you remember what I'm talking about. I, We're not I talking vaguely about remember, movie. but OK, <laughs> I didn't know if there was a point to it or not. You just sir, just, well, just that remember, billboard. You don't remember. So I'm just not going to talk my point anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Or you don't. Remember. No, I don't remember. I, anyway, never mind, Tim. I think we're losing this one here. I think we're yeah. losing this conversation. Yeah, sure, whatever. I mean, I'm pretending like. I mean, let's speaking talk of smoking about... half a speaking of speaking of cannabis, Tim, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. <laughs> we need to get to the movie we we're going to watch. Okay. Called. But uh, you picked this movie for the holidays because it's the holidays. We're moving into the holidays. It is the holidays. It is the holidays. It's a heartwarming movie. (laughs) It's called Santa Conquers the Martians. Yes. From 1964. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you wanted to introduce it all. (laughs) No. I mean, you 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 can jump in any time. The only person of notice. No, no. hmm. The only person to note is Pia. Sadora had her first role in this as a little Martian girl called Germar. Germar, And also, yes. Ned Wertimer. Did you know? he? He's the uh, news reporter at the beginning of the movie. He played, yeah. he played the doorman in the Jeffersons. Yes. So he, he looked no different here. He looked like the He looked the movie. same. He had, he had this, because he looked the same in every role he ever did. <laughs> no, I, I was wondering if you were going to... Uh, I was oh, wondering yeah. if you were going to um, to mention a, that. Because that. That reminded me of my super early brush with brush with fame. 
I, my parents used to go to Cape Cod with when Ralph I was a kid. the doorman. With Ralph the doorman close, from close, close from the Jeffersons. We used to go to Cape Cod when I was a little kid, and we went to this restaurant called um, Oh, I forget, but it was on a pier and it was popular. And uh, people are the waitresses are talking to each other and mumbling under their breath, and finally we realized the table next to us is uh, Franklin Cover. Cover. He played Tom who, Willis on the Jeffersons. Tom the Willis neighbor. on the Jeffersons. I don't know and, what else he ever did. And we looked over and like, yep, that's him. That's him. <laughs> it's that's <Willis>. Tom Willis. <laughs> did you ask him where Helen was? Are you cheating? No. Was he with like his right wife in real life? And did you like as a little kid go, "Where's your, where's your real yeah. wife? Why aren't you here with your wife, Helen?" Yes. Is she still sitting in that <laughs> sky high apartment on the east side? Why isn't Why isn't she with you? No. I understood acting, John. Uh, those are the only two people worth mentioning. I don't think anybody else in this movie is of note. No, not that I could think of. I was kind of hoping that, uh, I was kind of hoping that, like, the guy who played Santa Claus, John Call, I was like, well, he sounds like somebody who might have been a character. Couldn't find anything else about him. John, um, he, he seemed like he was high the whole movie. He was just, like, laughing. <laughs> he was. Yes, and I will get, I will get to that when that okay. scene comes. Okay, let's set up um, the film. Do you want to read a quick synopsis? Well, or, there's really not much to, to it. Uh, well, we the, want people uh, to understand. Well, sure, yeah. It's a, it's a comedy science fiction film. Um, and basically the premise of the film is uh, it's about bringing Christmas joy to the planet Mars. Through force. Through force. <laughs> Because we, Santa's going to come to Mars no matter what. One thing that I found interesting about it is the film uh, marks the first documented appearance of Mrs. Claus in a motion picture. I read that. Coming three and weeks it, before it, the television special Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which also featured Mrs. Claus. Her first depiction in a movie we can talk about here, John. Oh, is there another? <laughs> is there like a... Is there like a is there like a snuff film from the Netherlands in the late 50s that had Mrs. Claus in it? Remember when Joan Crawford made that movie, The Couch? That's right. Anyway. She, she played Mrs. Claus. <laughs> she did. Anyway. She did. She played Mrs. Claus. Let's kill this bit. <laughs> Let's kill this bit now. So the, the Martians come to Earth to steal Santa because they want Santa on Mars to make the children happy because the children right. are hooked up to machines all day. They were looking at Twitter. Right. They're looking at Twitter. Well, let's get back. That for some reason, they can get Earth television on Mars. Yeah. Uh -huh. Now, one thing that I did notice was that the, the, if the Martians were so advanced techni technologically, how come they could only get black and white television? I didn't think of that, John. You know, when they cut to the newscaster later, when, they, when the spaceship enters Earth's atmosphere, the, the, it's in color. But on Mars, it's in black and white. Hmm. Just huh. something to think about. Yeah. I, I, that's, uh... Oh, I know the reason. This was filmed in Long Island. Oh, was that what it was? Did oh, you read okay. that? This was filmed in Long Island. Was it filmed in Long Island? I was wondering, because I knew that Piazzadora <laughs> was from Hoboken. Yep. Um, but the Martians are upset that uh, the Martian kids are watching... Earth TV. Too much Tucker Carlson and too much Tucker Carlson and too much uh, <laughs> one too day much, uh, Three's Company. 
All too much running run stimpy <laughs> and yeah, just way too much. Just way, way too much. Um, well, they're also kind of upset because the children also aren't eating their food pills. True. And mom comes back. Mom comes back. Uh, Momar. Momar seems by, to be a big leader on, the, on, on Mars. Yeah, well, she's lady. Well, you know, she is married to King Mar. Kimar. Oh, yes. Kimar. Who is the, basically the king of the Martians. And they have Germar, the daughter, and Bormar, a son. Jeez. And Leela Martin plays Momar. And I'm trying to place the accent because she, like, she sort of talks like, you know, it's like not quite an English accent, but it's very like I'm talking like Billy Burke uh-huh. as Glinda, the good witch mm-hmm. in The Wizard of Oz. It was like that accent. Like, I really think these women like, talk, hey, you know what I'm going to say? I think, what, what, you know, this is how she would have talked normally. But she just gets that little accent in her voice. Are you saying she oh, doesn't have Santa any- Claus. Yes. Wonderful academic training or wonderful artistic training or a really good voice dub. Are you saying her IMDb was devoid of other? Uh, I games? didn't even, you know, uh, oh, once I couldn't, I was so disappointed I couldn't <laughs> find anything else about John Call. I just gave up. Very disappointed. <laughs> so oh, we did start that. On planet Earth, it seems like everybody knows Santa Claus is real, from reporters to weathermen. The weathermen's yeah. visiting Santa. I, I did want to mention that he's. That they open the movie that way, and they look at the new toys they're making, and one elf has made a Martian that looks like the Martians that we meet right. for some reason. And Santa laughs at him and says, "Right, he thinks right. this is what Martians look like. Ho, ho, ho. ho, ho, ho. First of all, I didn't... <laughs> Santa and Mrs. Claus must have given a lot more press access during the 60s because you don't right. really see them on TV that much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you don't really see uh, uh, Barbara Walters could never get Santa and Mrs. Claus yeah. for an interview. Yeah, guy, you know, uh, Diane Sawyer never could. You know, none of these, none of the, but back then they must have been more excited. I don't know what happened. Uh, some running, <laughs> did, did John Hinckley originally go after Santa Claus and then finally decide, well, okay, I'll just shoot the president. I can't get to Santa Claus. Uh, you know, maybe again. that's, maybe that's yeah. when their access to the press started. Cause you know, things were getting kind of creepy, you know, were <laughs> they, were they, in, were they involved, were they, were they somehow involved with the Manson family in the sixties? And then like, they're like, Oh <laughs> No, you know, so we don't we, we we don't make ourselves that accessible to the to the John, press anymore. <laughs> I don't know where you're going. Is it me? I'm or just is it saying. You? I'm just saying. What? I think it's you. I think. What did I think? What did I think have to next do? time? Just next time, just try half a gummy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I think what? No, I think what, what I'm trying to say is is like here they open up their doors to the TV cameras. They don't do that anymore. That's no. all I'm saying. No, no, they don't do that anymore. Well, one elf makes a. Martian and the other stuff is pretty, pretty standard. Dolls, baseball bats. Right. And by the way, may I just say, and may I just say something out loud? When Uh they first show Germar and Bomar, it took me a while. I realized, oh yeah, they've got green makeup on. Oh, but at first glance, were you like, (laughs) are they in blackface? No, I just thought that makeup was terrible. Yeah, I was like, splotch face. I was, oh, like, it was... They, I was like, are they in blackface? Is this like a minstrel show? I mean, <laughs> this would, this, is this what flew in 1964? I'm like, ooh. It, it was green. Like, the, 
Then I well then eventually yeah, yeah. It, I did see it was green, but it's no, so... I thought I thought oh my god they got these kids in blackface. What the hell is going <laughs> on in this movie? I don't think they had the best makeup people. Let's just say no, that. they they didn't. How about that catchy <laughs> theme song though? Uh, yeah, maybe I. I think it. we can play it because I think this film is yes. in public domain. That's not how it goes, John. Well, something like that. Anyway. Well, on Mars, they put their children to sleep with uh, sleep spray. I hope you notice that. Only if they have trouble sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what I think why I think they had trouble sleeping? I didn't realize that the Martians were into Danish modern furniture. Right. <laughs> because, I mean, you, all you get is like a plastic table as a bed, no mm-hmm. blankets, no quilts, no... Nothing, no comforters, and you just kind of sleep on like this block of foam. So maybe, maybe if they lost the Danish modern furniture, maybe the children would be a little happier. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, it's a big problem on Mars, kids being addicted to sleep spray. It's true. Move on. Move on. Uh, Where are we? There's a lot of talk about politics on Mars, which was very boring to me. Mm-hmm. Even today, as a kid, mm-hmm. I don't know what kids thought. They're talking about whether kids should be happy or stay strong and be. Right. I don't know what else. Uh, you know, stay strong and sleep on their hard beds that have no cushions. Right, no cushions and just foam cubes or pillows. And they go see the ancient one of Mars, Tochum, because they yep. want to know what to do. There's an old man with the beard. He's right out of like a old kung fu movie. I thought. That's thought what I gonna, thought too. I thought she was going to jump up and (laughs) drop kick. I expected to see David Carradine at any second. (laughs) I fell asleep during his speech. Did you hear his speech, John? No, basically he just said, hey, I've seen this coming for centuries. Now, here's the thing, though. Chokum is 800 (laughs) years old. Chokum is 800 years old, but a Martian year, i.e. the time it takes (laughs) Mars to orbit the sun, actually equals two Earth years. I thought so is time. he 800 years or is or, he 1600 years? Yeah. I just thought, you know what? That'll be really geeky if I mention that. No, it's <laughs> but not. I thought it, that. it automatically <laughs> popped into my mind. Like, are the kids, then I got to think, like, the kids are 10 and 8, or are they really 20 and 16? Right. Yep. I thought that. I thought all this stuff, John. Yes. There you go. Great minds, Tim. Great my, minds. <laughs> the gears in my mind, they were turning. No, he just okay. says, I've seen it coming for centuries. You hook up your children to machines to educate them in the cradle. Mm-hmm. And they're you're just, not letting them be children. That's our problem. Mars children aren't allowed to be children. They're just sending out funny tweets. And get rid of that Danish modern furniture while you're <laughs> at it. So long story short, the Martians decide they're going to go to Earth and they're going to abduct Santa Claus. The, Marsh, the Martians go to Earth. They meet Betty and what's the other kid's name? Uh, was it Billy? Yeah, very, very Billy Betty. Are we to that part of the movie, John? Billy and Betty Foster. Very, Let's they're, be Episcopalian. they're Episcopalians. Okay. Um, I thought so too. Yeah, they're Episcopalians. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, Betty is not really dressed for the winter weather. 
And at first I thought, are they homeless children? Because he's like up against the train. He says, Betty, stop trying to talk. I'm trying to get some sleep. I'm like, you're outside in the snow. I know. Against the tree. Sleep. I'm like, are these homeless children? Have these children been abandoned by their parents? Seven-year-olds. Like, are they street urchins? Why is he trying to sleep under a tree? That's and Betty is not at all dressed. That short skirt. She is not at all dressed for the winter weather. I totally, yeah. And there's no seven-year-old that's like, I want to take a nap in the snow. Right. That's something right. wrong. Right, exactly, exactly. That's my point. So, so basically, he, uh, Betty says, if I see a Martian, I'll scream. Because they got their little transistor radio and they're talking oh, about. That's right. They, they think that they, they think that there's a Martian spacecraft. Yes. And <laughs> Betty starts screaming. And then Billy wakes up and sees the Martians and they take them to the North Pole. Again, if you notice in well, the news in, in the newscast, well, wait a minute, John. Okay, go ahead. Well, wait, wait, sorry to wait a minute on Tim. <laughs> You're just leaving out little parts. They squeal on Santa, say he's at the North Pole, and like, okay, uh-huh. we're going to go there, but we're taking these kids with us, so they don't talk. So they don't snitch on us. Yes. Okay. Now. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So then, 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 then they go up to the North Pole, and again, you know, it was established in the opening newscast where Ralph the doorman was the yeah. was the broadcaster that is minus ninety one degrees <laughs> yeah, in the North too. Pole. Here's <laughs> Betty in that short skirt wandering all over the North Pole. I'm sorry, <laughs> if it's minus ninety one degrees, don't you think her legs would have had to have been amputated? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> there are a lot there, there are a lot of inconsistencies in this film, I just well, want to You're say. skipping parts of the plot. They, they get to the North Pole. The kids escape. <laughs> the kids. Oh, Depo. Depo. Beppo. What's his name? He's, oh, he's, okay. a, he's an important part of the plot. John. He is a very. Droppo. Droppo is comedy relief. He's in charge of watching the kids, and that's why they escape. Because Droppo is. And the, the wackiness the, ensues. Well, yes. Droppo is always dropping off to sleep. Yep. He wants to. I, th- I, was a I think that's, that's how he winds a, up on the. Sh- that you, oh, that's where the stowaway comes in because he fell asleep on the ship. Yep. Not they funny to make bring him to narcolepsy is serious, John. They shouldn't have been making. Oh, fun. I think. Oh, I think. I think narcolepsy <laughs> is a laugh riot, Tim. I guess we'll just agree to disagree on that <laughs> one. You liberals, um, you snowflakes, get over <laughs> it. We're going to laugh at the narcoleptics. <laughs> We're going to make so much fun of them. So one thing that. That Droppo knows a lot about is elevators on the spaceship. I just want to point that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we know the answer to question one, right? Maybe. Maybe. Everyone's obsessed with the radar box. Because that's where children well, try. It's just like basically a toy box. Isn't it like a toy chest? I mean, <laughs> it is. it's like some sort of cabinet and they put some wires in it. That really wasn't very convincing. So the kids escape. They're chased by a man in a bear suit. They're chased by the Martians. <laughs> then they're chased by. That was it with that. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, back up. Whoa, 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 back up. A, a, a man in a bear suit? You're telling me that wasn't a real polar bear? So, sorry, yeah. Oh, man. Wipe the egg off my face. Color me embarrassed. I thought that was a real polar bear, Tim. Well, he was, he was good. I think that was Marceau he was Marceau. Marcel Marceau was in that costume. So, I guess. I don't see him in the credits anymore. Maybe this is what they call an uncredited cameo. Yes. So, they sent Torg, the robot. And uh, they could... AKA my fifth grade Halloween costume. Right. It was. 
You didn't like that suit? <laughs> well, I don't know. I thought he was going to be like a monster or something. Like, I thought he was going to be like some like carnivorous, like, I don't know, well, Torg or Torg or whatever the hell he was called. Well, we didn't was, see him still that part. But it was like Jaws. They couldn't get him to work right. So they couldn't show him through half the filming. And it took a long time to get that robot right. So it was worth, a long time. worth the wait. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is true. So they, they have guns that don't shoot anything except they freeze people. They make a popping sound. Yeah. They like freeze. when you open up those canisters or rolls at Thanksgiving, you know what I'm right. talking about? Like the Pillsbury. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm coming up with a machine because that, that sound terrifies me. And I'm coming up with I'm coming up when with a machine that no, that will twist it. You you turn it on, it's like a 30 second timer. You escape from the kitchen. It'll open <laughs> oh, I the see. tube for you, and then you come back in. Good. Much like when, much like when the dental hygienist, after they put that lead vest on you to take right. X-rays, they like hightail it out of the room. <laughs> but you're okay. You got the lead vest on. You know, just you got gamma rays <laughs> pointed at your lower jaw. They put. But no, you're you? fine. You're fine. We're gonna we're gonna be three <laughs> doors down controlling right. this thing. But you're fine. Last last time I was at the dentist and I was sitting there with the stuff in my mouth. The hygienist is like. You know my YouTube page? I have a YouTube page. It's a travel page. I'd really like it if you follow and like. <laughs> she told me. People are shameless. Take a look at it. People are shameless in their in their in their social media <laughs> presences, aren't they? I just went to Venezuela. Take a look. Yeah, you know what? And then so, you know, that kind of falls under the ignorance is bliss character. <laughs> ignorance is bliss category because it's like. Maybe I don't want to see what you do in your private life. Maybe I do not want to know. Since you do put sharp instruments in my mouth, mm-hmm. maybe I don't want to know what you do outside of this dentist's office. You and your husband, I don't want to see what's going on. See it. So they get kidnapped, and there's something that happened here. They put this German Nazi guy in the news, which is yes. funny. As we all know, that Walt Disney was pals with the Werner von Rocket Man. Nazi mm-hmm. who we, we brought over got us to the moon. If anyone out there doesn't know their history, we we kept the Kill, Nazis that were useful. Killed six million <laughs> Jews, but it's okay. They got us to the moon. Yes. Yeah, so they put this Werner von Green. I wrote his name down, and he's he's just talking about the Martians. And at one point, he calls them Martian monkeys. Twice. Yes, I I wrote that down. Martian monkeys. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? Which we would not say. No. We would not say that out loud. We would not call them Martian Monkeys. And there's a Martian Mellow joke that drop hotels. And I'm like, oof. Yes. Not going to even. <sighs> oh, there was a little gag I, I just I skipped over here. But when Santa, early on in the North Pole, when Santa's trying to name his lane, trying to name his reindeers like Dasher and Donder and Comet and Blitzen and Nixon. Wait, yeah. no, not Nixon. Where did I get that? <laughs> yeah. This is 69, so he was... This is 64. Oh, my God. He was vice president. He was... No, uh, no this yet. was not. four years after he lost the presidency. He had been but, vice president. And two years after he lost governor of California. Yeah. Hmm. That's weird. But m- maybe he... Um, maybe his name was out there. Maybe he was considering running in 64, but they picked Goldwater and said, I don't know. Maybe that actor was, was like... Like today's QAnon, he's like, yeah, Nixon, going to slip in his name. <laughs> anyway. anyway. So Drop, Dropo, let's see. 
they go they head to Mars with the kids and uh yeah. they introduce Earth kids to the Martian kids. And the Martian kids are very emotionless and bad actors. Uh-huh. Uh, but they they start to play, right? Or do they start fighting over food? I, uh what happens? I, uh <laughs> they eat each other. No, that's not what happened. Uh the 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 uh, oh the Martian kids go and want to watch Earth TV, and the Earth kids are like, eh, no, not really. Kind of over right. it. Yeah, we're over it. Yeah, well they're they're Three. they're they're home they're homesick. It's getting it's gonna be Christmas soon, and they're not home. Three's company is the same plot every week. Jack has to pretend he's gay, and the right. girls get into trouble. They're like, we don't want to see that anymore. Right. Um, we're going to see it. You've seen it once. You've seen it a million times. <laughs> So and then, yet what they got, and yet they got eight seasons out of it. Go figure. <laughs> and a spinoff, two spinoffs. That's right. Anyway, oh John, then I got an ad for Zazzle. Did you get an ad for Zazzle? I kept. Oh my gosh. So yes, I got the DoorDash <laughs> ad. I got several Zazzle ads. You can I put got. The... Then it's then they seem to go on a laundry kick. I got Downey Gain Gain Flings. Mm. Um, there was the tide, the loads of hope, where you know they have the natural disasters, yeah. and they set up the, they set up the, uh, they set up the, uh, wow, the washing machines for the people to use. And they, obviously, they use tide. Uh, there was something for ABC Mouse. Yeah, I got two um, of those. Then there was DoorDash again, and That's then there it. was that general insurance commercial with Shaquille O'Neal, where they pay play the theme to the courtship of Eddie's father. Then it was Zazzle again. <laughs> Then Walden University, there was Lego, where they were advertising the Wakanda Forever set, yes. and they did like this, and they did like this animated sequence. But they had to put a disclaimer under it, <laughs> fantasy sequence, because I guess people would think that, oh, if I buy this, this is what's going to happen with the toys. I don't know why they felt they had to put in that disclaimer. But John then there Zazzle. were two more. Then there were two more Zazzles. There was a well a wellcare dot com commercial with the Visa Flex card you use with your Medicare. I want there to was know. a Fox what? Weather ad. Now Fox Weather, they don't actually tell you the real weather. They tell you the weather you want to hear. They tell you uh, where the Jew- Jewish a, laser satellites are. Then yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then there was a Swiffer commercial and a Weight Watchers. Jeez. But Zazzle, John, that's my point. You like pr- oh, you can Zazzle. print your you can print your face on a pillow. <laughs> exactly, you can put that's, your face on anything. That's what you're getting you for Christmas. Push, a you, pillow I, with I, my I, face on it. With my face. Oh, I can hardly. No, wait. my face. I, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I can hardly wait. I hope it's a set of two. Could you do one with you and one with Gene? And I can just put you at opposite ends of the couch. Yes. And then I'll just like sit in the center of the couch and pretend that I got you and Gene with me, and we're watching. You know. But your friends come over. They're like, "Who, who are they?" <laughs> like, that's my podcast that co-host. Gene. They're very rude of you not to say hello to them. <laughs> what very rude pre- of you not to say hello to my guests sitting on the couch here. They came all the way from Brooklyn. And you <laughs> could not say hello to them. I, I want to know what their limits are. I'm I want to make starting to lay the ground. Starting to lay the groundwork <laughs> for that multiple personality disorder. I want. I want to know Zazzle's, you know, guidelines. Can I? Do a picture of me and put a crown of throne, a crown of thrones on my head, like Photoshop it on. You mean thorns? What'd I say? You said cr- a crown of thrones, which real? <laughs> it's, I think yeah. it's Game of Thrones. Yes, no and crown. crown of thorns. Crown of thorns, 
and I'll, crown of thorns. And I'll look real sad, and I'll print that on a try, promo. Try, try half a gummy next week, Tim, okay? We're going to send that to you for Christmas. Unless they're like, no, we're not allowing. You can't dress up I as Jesus. You, I wonder if they, I wonder, that's a good question. I wonder if they would. I'm testing it. All right. So they kidnap Santa. <laughs> he makes toys. This plot, this plot is way more convoluted than it needs to be, but we didn't mention Voldar is a guy who doesn't agree with the leader. He right. doesn't think that Santa should be here, right. shouldn't be kids, they should kids be fighting with be knives, happy. shouldn't be happy. Right. Uh, it's not guns that kill Martians, it's, it's Martians that kill Martians. <laughs> yes. So he's like a little insurrectionist. He goes off and hides in a cave. Yeah. And they, and, oh, and Droppo is an idiot and dresses up like Santa Claus. Um, and they kidnap him thinking he's Santa Claus and take him right, to their Right, because all he's saying is ho, ho, ho. He's not even very convincing in that. No, and he's got green skin and they don't notice, so. They don't notice. They just see the red suit. <laughs> he just they smelled just like alcohol. And they're like, this is Santa. Yeah, this, this is, is him. Santa. That old drunk. <laughs> Droppo. 16 egg. 16 Droppo drinks eggnog. as much as Santa. He's been, he's been drinking eggnog <laughs> since Finland. Yeah, here we go. Here we I go. Santa's in, Santa's in the, Santa's in the bag again. That's why Droppo acts. Sense. No, but Droppo acts that way because he's, he's, he's uh, drunk and Santa's drunk. Why did he's they put that in the plot? That's why Droppo is such an idiot. So, so then, so, Voldar. Okay, you you take the next part here. Well, I don't know if it's the next part. <laughs> you say, "Oh wait, no, John, you got to back up." It's like, no, I really nope. don't have to back up. Those are the plot so, points. So, so Voldar <laughs> goes back and sabotages oh, the toy the machine. machine, the toy machine, mm-hmm. and out pops a doll with a teddy bear head, Nightmare. and out pops a bear. With a doll head, to which a young Zadora delivers the line, there's a doll head on the teddy bear and a teddy bear head on the doll. Which I'm guessing took about 30 takes because I can't believe yes. that Zadora could get that line out in uh-huh. just one take. Are you a Zadora hater? I'm not a Piazzadora hater. What okay. I don't understand is, though, okay, so there's this movie <laughs> Butterfly from, like, 1981, 82. It had Orson Welles in it, actually, and it may have been really? Orson Welles' last movie. If no, not, no, it was no. pretty darn close to it. But anyway, she was married to this billionaire, and I he was this. a billionaire, like, even, like, the early 80s. And he, she was like, he was, like, 31 years older than she. Yes. And they claim that she won... The golden, they used to give out a Golden Globe for New Star of the Year. They don't do it anymore. Maybe okay. because of Pia Zadora. And the, and the allegation was, was that this billionaire husband paid off the Hollywood Foreign Press to give his wife the Golden Globe for New Star oh. of the Year. The question is, how could you win the Golden Globe for New Star of the Year in 1982 for Butterfly when you had already made the classic yeah. – <laughs> Santa Claus conquers the Martians True, 18 John. years earlier. You broke this case wide open. I broke it wide open. So the, the toys go wrong. There's like a baseball bat with a gun attached. And, uh, there's yeah. A, there's, a, there's a squirt gun that shoots jelly and a boat that, that sinks and a train just... with square wheels. I can't, it all comes <laughs> together, John. Nobody wants a Charlie <laughs> in the box. Oh, wait, that's another. That's another one. Never mind. <laughs> that's the one. That's what I meant. That was a good. That was a good Charlie box. Thank you. 
Can you I do, do that during last year. You know, I think it's hilarious during the holiday season working for <laughs> the major discount retailer based in Bentonville, Arkansas. And that's why I, I'd like to be pulling the cart along. And I'd be like, nobody wants a Charlie in the box. I just do that <laughs> randomly around the floor all during the Christmas season. That's a good one. Thank you. Do, do people laugh? They're just uh, like, that's, just kinda, that's John. No, I normally get the reaction, huh? Uh, but uh, I do get a few laughs. I do get a few laughs. In, in between the, huh? <laughs> but yeah, All this right. plot, plot was way too convoluted because uh, Voldar comes back to threaten them because he thinks he's got Santa Claus, but he doesn't. And uh, this fight ensues with the toys. So they got in a fight with toys. That's what happened. They shot. Yes, them. which I was like, right, have they all been doing mushrooms? This is where I, you know, you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. You're talking about Santa and Droppo being drunk. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. they're not drunk. They're doing mushrooms because that was some. That was some yes. really weird shit with like the <laughs> Indian chief on the drum. Totally inappropriate. Uh, you, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and it was just like, and I with, just like these like soldiers these, like. Yeah, just like coming out, I was like, wow, this is free. Somebody dropped, somebody did some mushrooms. I was going to say dropped acid, but no, that looks more like a mushroom. Yes. That looks more like a mushroom induced scene. Yep. Just from my experience, just from my experience, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> the slinky and the. Uh... Yeah. Nah, I, I'm blank. Oh, dro- and Dropo got very excited about the slinky. Do you yeah, recalling back? It's, like, it's a spring, but it goes down the stairs by itself. I think it might have been. Was that originated in Long Island? There's toy companies out there. Anyway, well, I don't know. I don't know. We'll look that up. But Slinky would have been relatively new at that point. Maybe it was the hot new toy. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. So, and Bad all it was was, was a, all it was was a <laughs> spring. It's really all it was was a big spring. Made us weak. Uh, Sweet. <laughs> not like the Martians. So. Um, it ends with everybody laughing, yeah, like they're on drugs because Santa made them happy, Basically, right? Yeah. Exactly. And some scenes the green makeup was on, some scenes it wasn't. It wasn't, um, yeah. But, but yeah. Vol- Voldar tried to shoot them into space, so I, I was like, right. you know, he tried to murder you, and you're just kind of laughing now. Laughing him off. Because he's laughing. I don't know. But that's how it ended. They, they decide they're going to let Santa go back, right? And Droppo is going to be the Santa Claus on Mars. Ah, that makes sense. <laughs> Finally, something makes sense. Droppo is going to be the new Santa Claus. I'm, Terrible, because no, that comes in. Because that comes. I had to point that out because that's going to come into the answer on one of my one of my one of the questions. Well, so I had to make that point that Droppo out, will be the new Santa Claus. I'm okay, <laughs> run out of time, so I guess we'll go to quiz time. Let's go to quiz time. I'll call it the Bib Cook Study Q&A. Bring quiz time. Answer quizzes. Theme song. Do you like quizzes, John? I do love quizzes. I'll call it Study Q&A. Bring twist. The Bib Cook. I love quizzes. Answer the Bib Cook. I'll call it theme song. Mm, no. Maybe I should explain. We kind of have these three questions, and we explain what happened to certain characters in the movie. Whew. I hope we didn't leave any of you out of the explanation of the movie. The first question is, who from this show was voted most likely to be the CEO of an elevator company? Which me, I, could not come, I could not come up with an answer, but no. you gave it to me, Droppo. Because he knew about the elevators on the spaceship. He explained the how spaceship. they worked. Exactly. So, he said, and, well, I, and, I, and I missed that totally. And I honestly did not know who I was going to pick for that. <laughs> that was the one question I couldn't answer. I was like, I don't know. 
I don't know yeah. who would, but then you said, so yeah, dropout. But do you have a, a story to tell? No, I don't have a story to tell. Just so you knew how the, uh, just how the elevators ran on the, uh, on the spaceship. Well, I, <clears throat> I did have a, a different do answer. Do you have a story? Do you happen to have a story, <laughs> Tim? A nice, long, lengthy story to tell, It's, it's not that long. It's not that long. <laughs> So the, the elf, the elf that made the Martian, John, how did he know what a Martian looked like? His, I'm going to call him Billy. Billy the elf, he's never named. He made a Martian the toy. So as a kid, Billy the elf always made toy elevators, and he was voted most likely to go to school to become an elevator CEO. But once in college, he learned how racist the kids are against elves. Also, they always laughed at his elevator designs as his elevators always played Christmas music. He even tried ah. to... He even tried even, to join. Even in, Ju- even in July? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Never made any sense. He even tried to join the elevator fraternity called Lambda Sigma Upsy Downsy. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I write that? Upsy Downsy. Commit to the character. But during rush week, one of the tasks you had to accomplish was to bring the severed head of a reindeer back to the frat house. Oh. Billy actually tried, but couldn't bring himself to do it. Thus, after getting laughed out of the elevator program, he took his lame he took a lame literary course called Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, in which he read about that which in which they read that shitty book. He became very interested in what men on Mars look like and came up with that Martian doll he created after extensive research. He also made wow. dolls based on what the women on Venus look like, but they are disturbingly sexualized, and Mrs. Claus burned them all. There oh go. my gosh. <laughs> Is that too wow. long? <laughs> put a little, put a little thought into that, Tim. I, I couldn't <laughs> tell. <laughs> I dreamt it. I dreamt it. I dreamt. So, from this movie, who would most likely have a podcast? Well, I decided that it would be Droppo and Momar, the mother, Lady mm. Momar, the wife of the president oh. or king or whatever he's supposed to be. On. Okay. Um, on Mars, because well, of course, after Santa Claus left, uh, after he left Mars, and Droppo was installed as the Santa Claus of Mars, um, the Christian, you know, the conservatives upset about Barry Goldwater's loss in '64, <laughs> built a rocket to go to Mars, the precursor of the Moral Majority, mm-hmm. and they immediately started a campaign on Mars against Droppo. <laughs> The Martian Santa Claus. It was, uh, you know, Jesus uh-huh. is the reason for the season. Right, right. So to counteract that, Droppo and Momar started a podcast uh, where Droppo talks about, you know, the joy of Santa during the Martian Christmas, um, how, you know, how to sleep on modern Danish furniture with just a phone uh-huh. cube as your pillow. Of course. Momar shares her recipes for food pills. Like, how, they're not so much recipes <laughs> as out there. How do you arrange the the food pills on the on the plate? You know, they have to go in a specific order according to course. Oh, so that would be the gist of their podcast. And they take pills. I bet and they you take that would pills, be, and sometimes mushrooms. Apparently, that would be held against them. Also, well, you know, <laughs> are they high on this podcast? No, I don't know. I don't know. Probably okay. one of them does a gummy. All right. <laughs> Probably one of them does a gummy. Ever. I'm not going to say who. 
But one of them, one of them has a gummy every week before the <laughs> okay. podcast airs. But I'm not. I don't want to throw anybody. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. Nobody's throwing anybody under the buses. I'm not because well, there are no buses maybe. on Mars, so maybe there's no bus to throw them under. Nope. Maybe a bicycle. Maybe a bicycle. My podcast idea. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it'd be those okay, kids Betty can... and Billy who went to Mars. Today they'd be older. But they would have mm-hmm. a podcast, and they would point out that the war on Christmas started on that dark day Mars tried to kidnap Santa. Today, the Martians are a thriving civilization because they now believe in Christmas. The deep state will never let on that Mars has life, but it's there and it's totally Christmas-based, says Betty on her podcast. They point out that Venus is devoid of life because the women there did not believe in Christmas. So Betty and Bobby's mm-hmm. podcast... Oh, Betty and Bobby's podcast is no longer in production because they were both arrested for storming the Capitol on January 6th. But of their podcast was called Christians Are From Mars, Unbelieving Hillary's Are From Venus. There you go. That's their, that was their podcast. There you, that in, was their podcast, but now they're doing they're federal prison. time for January 6th. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. So, you got a spin-off TV show? Somebody in this movie has I, a spin-off? I do have a spin-off TV show, and it's Billy and Bomar, who are the same age, and they do wind up becoming like pen pals, much right. like my pen pal with the guy from Ghana who conned me out of a wristwatch and never, mm-hmm. never wrote to me again. But this correspondence actually <laughs> stayed, and years later, Bomar comes to Earth, and Billy still interested in the rockets and the space travel is going to be a rocket scientist. And Bomar, who is very educated is going to go to school on earth and they become roommates at MIT. Gotcha. And And? Billy realizes he's not only interested in rockets on like the launch pad at Cape Canaveral. He's also quite interested in the rocket in Bomar's pants. (laughs) Um, so every episode is like a lot of sexual tension between them. Uh, right. and Billy's catchphrase is to Bomar. No, on earth it's very common for college roommates to shower together. <laughs> Hilarity ensues. And just the wackiness and the sexual tension. <laughs> so this ensues. is a modern spinoff though. It's a very modern, very modern. Okay. It only, it only, it only, it only lasted. Uh, well, actually, they technically, actually, technically, only half an episode aired in 1974, and then they were getting so many complaints. Like after like That's the second I mean. commercial break, it just didn't come back. It was just too, <laughs> too modern, too, too, That's... too alternative for 1974. The country going through Watergate and that just too much for him to handle. So the second commercial break, the network <laughs> pulled the plug on it and ran a rerun of the Patty Duke show. They they took this off and just stole the idea and made the odd couple. Like there take you away that other stuff. Just make it the odd take couple. Take away that other take away the <laughs> take away the men showering together and you got your you got yourself a show there, pal. They're like they shouldn't shower together. One should make a mess, and the other one comes in after the shower and is like, What is this mess? I gotta what clean is this up. mess. I gotta clean this up. <laughs> All right. How about you? What's your what's your spinoff? <laughs> My spinoff is also a comedy, Droppo. Droppo is a spinoff TV show where he's sent to Earth in an egg-shaped ship to study humans. He lands in Colorado and ends up living with a woman named Mindy who works in a uh-huh. music shop. 
He says odd things like nano nano when he means hello and has to pretend to be human so he can secretly fit in. When he gets mad, he says things like she's bot. Uh, Droppa often tries to get jobs with hilarious results, like the time he became an elevator operator. He got fired because he only played Christmas music. The show dipped in ratings when Droppo and Mindy became romantically involved in season three. Droppo was always saying things like, why can't you have three breasts like the women on Venus, Mindy? <laughs> uh, and the show will be called Droppo and Mindy. <laughs> so, Wow. Wow. That would have been a great I find, I find, I find, I don't think, I don't think that show would have ever. Did he make an appearance on Happy Day? Like, is it, you know, what, no. Like first he goes, first, first Droppo goes to Milwaukee. No, he's into he, Richie and the Fonz. Don't you remember? That was the premise. No, John Droppo appears on Laverne and Shirley. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're remembering it wrong. Is he, does he, is he out on a date with Laverne or Shirley? Uh, well, and what, with, and what, and what does he do to Boo Boo Kitty? <laughs> he goes on dates with both of them because first he's like, oh, this one's defective. Only two breasts. And then he goes to another one. And he's like, oh, Earth women only have two breasts. Earth not three, like Earth the ones on Venus. <laughs> I guess we should. I think we, I think this would be a good place to stop. <laughs> Wait, Quit we gotta, wait, shouldn't we read George's letter this week? We can read George's letter, sure. <laughs> George, George's, George's, wait, this is like a book of the gospel. George's, <laughs> George's letter to the Ephesians. <laughs> Hello? Oh, uh, Miss Lee, our producer's here. This is your producer, Miss Lee. We don't have time to read a letter from New York Times bestseller and friend of the show, George O'Connor. Let's shut this down and go home. Oh, well. Okay. I says think we, we should don't just have time. do an episode with George, <laughs> and George could read his letter, and we could just interrupt him, like, wait, 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 wait George. Maybe, George, Lee, well, maybe yeah. George could come and read his own letter. I don't know. I don't want to do that. He'll, he'll, he'll interrupt everything I need to say. So I got a lot to say about it. Well, it's okay. But, but we Miss just, Lee we, we, says no time. The, the, the joy of doing this is that, Tim, you can edit in your comments later. Yeah, I could do that. That's too much work. Too much work. All right. Okay. I'm but just it's all about it's come next week. It's all about George's love of of He Man and you know he he grew up with He Man figures. You and I grew up with yep. Love Boat figures. I do, and you know what? <laughs> you know what I found the other day? I found my Julie, your cruise director Julie action figure. I oh. found last week. Yeah. Do, do you remember how Gavin McLeod? You could use him in the 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 love boat playset and Mary Tyler Moore, but they didn't do them yes. the same size. So if he goes right, to Mary so Tyler, Moore's a lot bigger than this. Yes. You just have to do that episode where he suffered from uh, gigantism. <laughs> he had, he had a thro- he had a, he had that episode where Mary had a thyroid condition. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I always reenacted that one. <laughs> Half the people are like, what are they talking about? What the hell are they talking about? They have no clue. Gavin, Gavin so there's McLeod. There's a show called The Love Boat. Yeah, Gavin McLeod. He Let's was on Mary Tyler up. Moore, and after that was over, he, he just gave up, and he was the captain on The Love Boat. I don't think there was much work involved with that show. I shouldn't criticize. He actually, you know, what you think about it, though, he had a show on the air on, on, a, on a major network for 15 consecutive years. Yeah. 15 consecutive years. Hey. Then... I think Princess Cruise Lines hired him 
And I think for like the next 20, 30, he just, he just passed away in the last few years. Uh. And like, so for like 20, 30 years after the show went off the air, he was just like doing all these personal appearances on these princess cruises, A, getting paid huge bucks, B, being able to get on the cruise. Yep. Hey, if you're happy, just like we talked about last time, you've Ronald McDonald for 15 years. I'm sure it paid well. Right. Exactly. Not as well as Mr. Whipple, please don't squeeze the Charmin, but pretty uh, darn good all the same. Well, I guess we made it for, through a show. We I made it through another like, show. There we go. Please, please email us. Seti Bimco. Please, please. <laughs> Wait. Um, just in case. Did anybody else write us? No. <laughs> you, say, you, set me up, you set me up with so much hope every week, Tim. Email only us. For it to, only for you to do that. Seti Pimco with an E at gmail.com. Maybe we have S-E-D-D-I-B-I-M-C-O. E. I'll have to put some music to that. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know if we're on Twitter anymore, but Instagram, Seti underscore Bimco. Just follow us on Instagram, and you can come to the Discord and see all the behind-the-scenes uh, funny pictures the I post. Ma- the making of. The making of. Whew, was that it? All right. I think that I think that does it for another week, Tim. We won't be here Christmas. Come back. Oh, I'll tell you that next week. We're taking Christmas okay. week off. Happy holidays. Ho ho ho! Happy winter solstice. Happy Kwanzaa. Because I'm <laughs> I'm in war with Christmas. Bye. Bye, Tim. Seti Binko is a podcast by Tim Hamilton and John Kelly, produced by Miss Lee. Music by Tim Hamilton. This has been a Pity Party Line production. Party Line. It's a party line. File. You know what? Anyway. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's, you know, anyway. I, I don't know what to say about that. But I still like watching a good Roman Polanski film. I still like watching a good Woody Allen film. And Annie Hall, when he sneezes and that cocaine goes flying all over the place. <laughs> that is one of the funniest scenes ever committed to film i think yeah. am i not supposed to appreciate annie hall anymore because oh. of what woody allen and i'm no, putting that because, qu- i'm just i'm just putting that question out there it's because uh, uh didn't didn't that win the oscar instead of star wars or manhattan did right no it was woody no it was annie hall that won it yeah so, annie hall won it instead of star wars yeah that's right i had thought about that I hadn't, so that I, I, that's why you don't watch that for that terrible travesty Oh, is that? Oh, okay.